Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. Uh, interesting episode tonight. Multiple reasons. The first of which is Angelo's going to take some imaginary victory laps, probably. It, it's been uh, constant in the group chat, and I, I really don't understand it. But we're going to get clarification tonight and probably discuss that. Um, we're recording on Friday tonight. Yesterday, which is our normal recording day, for those of you that do follow us regularly, um, didn't feel really great. Had a bit of a, what do you call it, a migraine. So we decided to give a rain check, which is a mine, little Ren. Which is good because we got the results of yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, Angelo is like on one tonight. It's it's. We apologize. It's almost eight o'clock, so it's it's a little past his bedtime but we are starting a little later than we expected. Um, I had to take good drugs. He's on something. So before we get into the basketball news and then into discussing the rest of the second round of the playoffs, the question of the day today is going to be simple. It is, what is the biggest phobia you have? And why do you have it? Like, do you know, like, let's therapy this. Do you know where it started? Okay. Who's going first? Um, Sounds like me. Okay. So, I don't know if I would call it a phobia. It's really weird. So, fear of heights, right? That's something that's pretty common for some people. So, I'm fine on, like, roller coasters and, like, buildings. But if I go towards the edge of the buildings or bridges. Bridges is where my real phobia comes in. If I go on a bridge... I like lock up. So, like, I have to like slowly walk, like in the middle, because I have this irrational fear that the bridge is just gonna collapse. So for me, that's actually really interesting, because like I was struggling to think of something because I-, I define a phobia as an irrational fear, not necessarily like a like, you know, you see a venomous snake like you have a reason to be afraid of that an irrational being afraid of a garter snake right so i guess that would be kind of mine because like i'm fine like heights you put me on a plane like i could jump out of a plane no problem right honestly top of a building i'm fine on top of a building roller coasters absolutely but if you put me on a six foot ladder like palms start sweating like i i don't Mm -hmm. really know it's no if it's a fear it's definitely a discomfort, though, so that would probably be mine, so I'm going to change my answer to that, because since you mentioned that, yeah, that's definitely more irrational for me, because it's a ladder. <laughs> like, I will jump out of an airplane, but you, no. Angela, yeah. what are you scared of? Just Now, this isn't a ploy by me. This isn't some grand scheme to find out what Angelo is scared of to use it against him. So if you're thinking that, you're absolutely incorrect. So, Angela, what are you scared of? Run being right. You're scared of me being right. That's your big phobia. Play along. What is your actual phobia? Um, traffic in big cities. Really? Hi. Yeah, uh, screw Florida, by the way. <laughs> but you can tell, like, Angelo didn't grow up in a city. Because, like, <laughs> flying through city streets 80 miles per hour, putting like hot sauce on our tacos with one hand. 
<laughs> no fear there whatsoever. That's just normal. Um, Angela gets over for tractors to go around him. Puts on hey, his and hey, pulls horse him. and buggy. <laughs> um, so a little bit of NBA news. So we'll talk more about the Suns because that series is one that has concluded. All of the series should have concluded by the time this episode comes out. So we're either going to be really right or really wrong one way or the other, which is a great like barometer. Um, but the Suns are out. Uh, they are now talking about moving on from CP3, which they absolutely need to do. It it was a nice little um, idea for Booker and KD to go win a ring for CP3 so we can actually say CP3 has won something. But where do you guys this ball playing next year, if not Phoenix? And I will give you bonus points on the like point tracker if you say China. <laughs> that's, that's my pipe dream. Cause you, um, I'm not a big fan. For me, I think LA bound. I Ooh, think it depends yeah. on the Clippers if they decide to um, keep the Paul George Kawhi travesty going. I could see him going there, or I could see him trying to join the Lakers and just. Full-on ring-chasing. If you're Paul George or Kawhi, are you wanting to keep the Paul George and Kawhi experiment going? Or are you looking for greener pastures? Because neither of them is young anymore. And their windows... I mean, obviously, Kawhi has won a ring. But you don't just win one ring and stop. Like, the objective is to win more rings. I don't think the Clippers are anywhere... like. If we're looking at the profiles of teams, I think the Clippers next season are going to be the most different out of any of the playoff teams this year. Yeah. That's right. If they don't blow it up, I could see that. If not, I could totally see him going in the Lakers, joining Braun, and just saying, let's try to win. I, I could see, yeah, that's that's a fair point, because going back to the only vetoed trade in NBA history to get CP3 to the Lakers... That's not a bad pick. Angelo, do you have any additional things to add to Chris Paul? Memphis Grizzlies. Why Ew. do you hate me so much? Um, Ew. He didn't say the Pacers. Um, so, he did it for a hot second. <laughs> so, the MVP ballots got released. So we got to see who everyone voted for and how they voted. Um, there was a bit of a issue. I don't, not an issue. What is the word I'm looking for? What like a uh, someone left Jokic off of their MVP ballot completely. Controversial. A controversial thing. So someone had left. That's Nick controversial Lee to you. To leave him. So you get. You can vote one through five, even if you are you, okay? Can you name five players more deserving of MVP than Nikola Jokic this year? I can only name one. I mean, I can name two that I could see getting votes. One of them won the award. Let's see. Embiid, Giannis, Luka, Tatum. 
I will give you those four, but you're going to be hard pressed to give me. There is one other I could see justification for, and it's very, very, very long shot justification. But the point is, SGA. Like, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just out there to not say because he didn't get any. Uh, fourth or fifth place votes. He didn't get a single fourth or fifth place vote. Everyone voted him one through three, except for one person. So they released the ballot so we know who did that. It was Mark Jackson. Now, Mark Jackson went on record and apologized because he misunderstood the test and he thought he was voting for all NBA teams. So he actually voted Donovan Mitchell as an MVP. <laughs> so that is why prove this that, that that's why Jokic did not get a unanimous all or MVP ballot. Um because Mark Jackson Was it one person the difference? No, 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 no. It no. was just it was just Oh wait, I, I got it. it Never mind. A bit of a like who's disrespecting Jokic because that's disrespect, right? Mm-hmm. But it turned out to just be Mark Jackson as, you know, old and didn't know how to read the technology that was in front of him. Yeah. Uh, there was something else that I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. It was probably the fact that uh, Luke, or Luca Jokic also didn't get first team. Um, well, yeah, it would be kind of hilarious if they voted... Embiid to MVP and then Jokic to the first team center. So that was kind of a given. Way to go, Angelo. You figured out how voting works. I don't know. It'll come to me at some point during this episode. Um, so let's okay, go ahead and not. start talking. It will. I'm generally pretty, like, as we start talking, I'll remember things. So we'll talk about the series that's over first because that's the easiest, which is the Nuggets and Suns. It went to six mm-hmm. games. That last game was not the best performance by the Phoenix Suns. Um, no. By halftime, they were down 30. Uh, by the end of the third, they cut it down to a 29-point deficit. And they just they never got it back. They got blown out 25. I think it was at home. Yeah, it was at home. Yeah, it was game six. Um, as great as Devin Booker has been, He had his first bad game of the playoffs, and unfortunately it was an elimination game. Things happen, I guess. It was his... So I was actually looking at it because I was wondering about this. So this was actually his first game of these playoffs that he scored below 20 points, and I think it was only his second or maybe third. It might have been third. uh, Below 30 this playoff. So absolutely Mm -hmm. fantastic playoff run. Just didn't get it done when it mattered. Um... The Kevin Durant also twenty three points. That's a little bit of a letdown. But Cameron Payne, that's a name I didn't think was still in the NBA. Dropped thirty one points last night. I mean, it's a loss, so it doesn't really matter. But but still, he came in. Yeah, he came in and he knew it was an elimination game. I think T.J. Warren also didn't get a single point. Um, a lot of the players in garbage time didn't. It just the was Nuggets, not good game. Nuggets, they just all around played a great game. Um, 
KCP, Jokic, Jamal Murray, all above 20. Uh, Murray had 26, KCP 21, Jokic a 32-point triple-double. Um, yeah, I, I just, there's not really much to say about that game. It was not a good showing from the uh, Suns. And my saying in the group chat this morning is what started this whole uh, ordeal. Because I said that Devin Booker did not have a good final game. Do you want to follow up on that, Angelo? Honestly. (laughs) First off, I called the Nuggets, but I'm just proud of Stat Paddington finally deciding that he wants to win some games and actually putting up shots and going out there and putting up some monster performances. He really... Showed me that he's been doing the fi- it all season. No, he hasn't. No, he, he hasn't. Has. No, he hasn't. Name me a player that generates more points than Nikola Jokic. Not gen. I I want you because do you okay? If you score more points than the other team, do you win the game? Yes or no? Yes. So if you generate more points than the other team, do you win or lose the game? So why are you talking down because he passes to an open three-point shooter? Why is that a problem? Should he just go for the double team too because it fits your criteria of not a stat pattern because he's going for difficult shots instead of high-efficiency shots? Why do you want players? Is Jokic a main scorer? Yes or no? That's debatable. He fills that role. He's the highest-scoring center of all time in the playoffs. So I guess, yeah. Okay, then he needs to be taking shots if he's the best. <laughs> he, does take shots. he does take shots. He just only takes efficient shots. Why do you want to waste a scoring opportunity? If you are double teamed and Jokic gets double teamed a lot and you have good three-point shooters like Aaron Gordon, KCP, Jamal Murray. That was weird to hear. <laughs> I know, it's still strange. But why would you not Kick the ball out to a three because uh, let's let's go meta here. You always complain in two K because threes beat twos. Why do you want him to take a contested double team two when there's a wide open three because it fits some strange Angelo made criteria of what a stat pattern is? Do you not want him to make the smart play? Do we not say that players are better or worse because they make the smart plays? I want a high IQ player. Why does he need to be taking 30 shots and still scoring the same points? Because if you're taking bad shots, you're going to miss more shots. That's fine. He needs to be the catalyst of his offense. He needs to set that tone. But he is the catalyst. He is the catalyst of that offense. How, like... Do you not think that the fact that he is drawing a double team and then finding the open read, do do you think that's not the catalyst of that offense? Do you think that it would be better for him to then take that pointless double team shot or that low percentage shot? Why are you not always looking for the best shot? That means that you are a intelligent player if you are always looking for the best shot, whether that's your shot or your teammate's shot. Because sometimes you have to play the man and not what's you know, right on a computer. Like, 
Sometimes you have to take shots. Sometimes, yes, a double team shot is better than a wide open shot, depending on the situation. Strongly disagree. You can strongly disagree. So if you like, let's put you in the shoes, okay? You're Nikola Jokic. You're in one on one coverage. You're not even in double team. You're in one on one coverage, okay? Yep. You're five feet from the rim. You see Jamal Murray wide open in the corner. Are you going to take a shot just to fit some stupid self-imposed metric of what is and is not? Depends on the situation and depends what Jamal Murray has been doing throughout the game. It's not just see wide open guy, hit wide open guy, win game. That's not how that's going to work. Sometimes the wide open guy misses every time. Sometimes the wide open guy hits every time. It's not, it's not static. But it doesn't matter. If you are a shooter, even if you're having a rough night, shooters shoot. If Steph Curry is missed six shots that night, are you going to say, ah, oh, Steph can't hit threes, stop shooting threes? That no. night? Maybe. Absolutely maybe, not. Maybe I'm, it's time to go to something different. Months. Maybe you let him keep shooting and hope he gets hot. But the thing is, the wide-open shooter he's passing to isn't Steph Curry. It's not another main guy. It's Are you like, saying Jamal Murray is not a main guy? Are, are, are we going on record right now, Angelo, and saying that Jamal Murray... I'm is saying Jokic is the main guy. Is he not? He absolutely is, but let's Okay, not, then, is, then, let's then by that, is Jamal Murray not the main guy? Jamal Murray averaged 21 points last season. He averaged 20 this season. Shooting 40% from three. You have a 40, or 41, sorry. You have a 41% three-point shooter wide open. In what the you do over the course of the season to... does not matter when it comes to the playoffs, and especially does not matter when you're playing one particular game. So, again, you would prefer Nikola Jokic to force up contested shots to fit, n- not even in the notion Depends on the situation. So then answer me this. Why did he take more shots this series than he did in the last series? Because he's been guarded by DeAndre Ayton. There you go. <laughs> it's, it, DeAndre Ayton didn't even bother to box him out right, half the game. But here's the thing. is If if Nikola Jokic was stat padding, okay? He'd... Go on. No, 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 no. no. Let, let's, let's play a thought experiment here, okay? If Nikola Jokic was stat padding, what happened the last time we had a big time stat pattern? What happened? Did they win MVP? Depends on your definition of what the last big time stat pattern. But sure. Let, let's say Russell Westbrook. Okay. So Russell Westbrook, did he win MVP? Sure. Did he do anything in the playoffs? Was he seven foot? It doesn't matter. Why not? Because he's the. But he hit threes. Absolutely not. But he was okay. Stabbing. He had a clear deficiency in his game. Jokic doesn't have as many deficiencies as Russell Westbrook. So yes, he should be held to a higher standard. But the thing I'm trying to get across to you is who? What is? Hold on. Who was the number one team in the Western Conference? The Nuggets. Right. The Nuggets were the number one team. Right. Yep. So. What was it Nikola Jokic was doing that was detrimental to the team's success by finding the open man? Because those open men were missing all the time, and he should have been taking contested layups because he had to take more shots because they were... Layoffs is different than regular season. That's my question, because they're still doing it. 
they're still doing it right are they now. still doing it when Jokic takes 30 shots a game they're the only team that has advanced to the next round so far are they still doing it the same way though or have they had to adjust it as the opponents have changed absolutely okay <laughs> but they did that in the regular season too and that's the point i'm trying to get across is you are so stuck on his shots per they game did it in the regular season. yogi wasn't even top four shots in the nba bull bull what was no he way what no was way he, what was he amongst centers or bigs in general. There are like three centers you can build an offense around, and he's one of them. And that is not the same. If Jokic is no, the central focus of an offense, he should not be 40th in shots. Period. Period. Okay, first off, he's 41st in shots. Okay, 41st. And again, look at points generated look at scoring efficiency and if he is doing that in the regular season right because he did that in the regular season right so what was their success rate did they win a lot of games were they the first seed should they have been the super first team would that have happened if he shot more shots they would have been the super first team because he was a detriment to his team no he was making the right plays regardless of anything else the Denver Nuggets went into the playoffs with the best record in a very tightly contested Western Conference. A very talented Western Conference. There is no way you can spend this because now you're saying, oh, they're winning and he's doing that. He's shooting more shots and they're winning. Right, but they were winning when he wasn't doing that. Now you can say the game changes. The, in the game regular season, down. sure. Yeah, the game changes. But the game slows down. There, He's facing a lot less double teams. And I honestly don't necessarily know. Like, I'll have to go look. I don't know if that's actually factual, if he's changed that much in the playoffs in terms of shot attempts per game. Now, smaller sample size, it's going to make it a lot easier to skew the numbers one way or the other. So we'll have to revisit this at the end when they've played enough games for it to really matter. But the idea that he needed to take more shots, he needed to lob random shots so that he wasn't a stat patter no he was winning games this wasn't he was waving his teammates off of rebounds and they were fourth in the west fifth in the west whatever this was he was doing what he was doing and his team was the best team in the better conference regardless of anything you cannot call what he was doing detrimental to the team if the team was the best team i i would like you to try to argue that because there what what more do you want from it that's nuggets do you want them to be the first in the entire nba because that's not happening the east sucks this year so what is it what were your expectations for the nuggets what would have happened if he shot more shots would they have won more games or would they have lost more games because he was shooting bad shots instead of hitting the open man instead of creating offense because there's more to creating offense than just chucking a shot up to chuck a shot up. This isn't 2K. This isn't you can take a bad shot and it's going to go in 50% of the time. But if you find an open man who's shooting 41% from three, yeah, absolutely he's hitting that because that's 41% when he's covered as well. I, I just, I do not understand the narrative that Jokic is a stat patter, and even if he is, it's a detriment to the Nuggets because they were the best team in the West, and there's no debating that. You you just can't. But the Suns, 
Do you think the Suns are going to make major changes this offseason, or do you think they run it back with minors? No, I would make hmm. major changes. DeAndre Aiden looks like he wasn't even trying out there. I think they uh, have to trade Aiden. I think they have to trade Aiden. Yeah. I don't think Aiden is a bad player. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't. Like, so pull up DeAndre Aiden's stats. Look at, at them. I don't care play. what his stats was. I know what I saw. Right, but what I want you to do is go watch the games against not one of the top ten centers of all time. But you give up? Nah. He's still young and immature. I'm not excusing it, but he's young and immature. In terms of his skill set, he's not a bad player. He is a starting caliber NBA center. Is he a starting caliber NBA center on a championship team? I don't know. You would have to build a lot around him. But to say he's a bad NBA player, I, I can't do that. I just don't believe that for a second. He's a plus defender. The only downside to DeAndre Ayton's game, in my opinion, is the fact that he cannot shoot very well. But outside of that, he's a well-rounded player. Outside of, you know, a third of the game, he's a well-rounded player. Uh, I don't care what you say about his ability, about what he did in the regular season. I saw what I saw. He was a flat-out detriment to that team, and he looked like he wasn't even trying during large swaths of the games. You, you also have to remember, like, he, he doesn't want to be there anymore. Right. So, get, it, so get, talent, Felicia, get going. Yeah, absolutely. But in terms of his talent, I think that a team will buy on him because yeah. he is young. He's only 24. We know that upside. Um, no offense, but if let's say, let's say you're a team. Mm-hmm. Okay, what situation would you have to be in to want A in? If you were on... A team with championship aspirations. Would you want Aiden after watching? Would he watch that series? I wouldn't. Uh, it depends. I am fine. Like <laughs> it doesn't depend to me. I wouldn't. I'm fine with project players. I think that if the price was right and they were retaining a little bit of that salary, and I wasn't in cap hell, uh, yeah, I'll take a flyer. Like if I don't have. A rim protector. I'm trying to think of a team. If you don't have a rim protector, then then DeAndre Ayton might actually be worse. Honestly, uh, for example, Lakers, it would fit on the Lakers. Because, one, Anthony Davis can help cover some of those deficiencies. You have a big that can stretch the floor. You have the ability to play the modern five and four. It takes a little bit of the defensive load off of... Anthony Davis, so he's less likely to, you know, exit the game on a wheelchair. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, if I'm a championship team and, like, my options are Aiton or no one and I need a big, I'm taking a flyer on Aiton. I don't have a problem with his game. Um, we know he does not want to be there. but And we also have to look at it through the lens of he was against one of the best centers of all time. I'm not going to hold this series against him. His demeanor and body language, yeah, but in terms of like the raw numbers and the performance on the floor when he was playing, I can't hold that against him because it's Nikola Jokic. There's very few players that can guard Nikola Jokic. There might only be two. And that would be Embiid and Giannis. And that's a point. Um, NAD, because he's going to give Jokic the work next. I mean, 
if he's healthy, I'll say that, but our participation is most of the battle. Outside of CP3 and Aiton, are there other changes you would make? Do you give up on... Like, obviously, you don't give up on Booker, and realistically, you can't give up on KD. But devil's advocate, is there a world in which you would move KD? Because you're not moving Booker. That's that's a non-starter. But if someone approached you with a good offer, do you take the chance? Do you move KD? I don't know if I would, but again, devil's advocate. I don't think you're going to get back a group of players that's better than what KD is as a player. So, no, probably not. Um, do you think the Nuggets getting extra rest will benefit them against whoever their next opponent is? Yeah, probably. Because there's a... I don't know, though. What's the farthest the, the Nuggets have gone before this run? This might be the farthest they've gone in the last. Since Jokic's been there, at least. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, no. No, no, I'm not seeing, like, ever. Jokic's been there. Uh, It's an Austin thing. But, I mean, the next round might not start, because the next, if the Warriors win tonight, side note, the Knicks are currently up on the heat. So, we'll see. That might go to game seven. That might go to Game 7. I think both of these series are going to Game 7, and I don't think that they necessarily should. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan. I don't believe, like, outcomes of series are rigged, but I do think sports officials do kind of extend them or try to extend them, maybe skew things a little on one team's favor just to get more advertising revenue out of those Game 5, Game 6, Game 7s. Um, so I think this Warriors Lakers goes to seven, which isn't necessarily great for whoever that is because the Nuggets are off after last night. The game seven would be on Sunday, so that would give the Nuggets like five days, six days of rest before the next series starts. And I don't the Lakers know, or Warriors would only get two. I don't know if I like that. I would like it if it was like inversed. If the Warriors or Lakers got the extra rest and the Nuggets were coming, because when you're a team that's not used to making deep playoff runs, staying like in rhythm and staying hot and playing games is a little bit more important. Yeah, I agree, and I also think that the Nuggets are a younger team and they're going to recover a little better. Yeah. And the Warriors and Lakers, I think, are both playing pretty injured. I, we're not going to know for sure until the end of their runs because they don't say anything. And then suddenly the post-game exit interviews, oh, I was playing with a fractured left hand. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true or not, who knows. But it does seem like both teams are a little beat up right now. <laughs> not for sure. Um, so we'll talk about that series here in a minute, though. Uh, next, we'll talk about Celtics and 76ers. Uh, Celtics won Game 6. Game 7 will be in TD Garden tomorrow? Sounds right. If Game 7 for Lakers Warriors would be no, Sunday. Game no, seven, Game 7 is on Sunday. So Game 7... Yeah. So both Game, game 7s would be Sunday? Uh, so if the Celtics... 
or game seven for the Celtic 76ers is on Sunday, probably at 7.30. It says to be decided still. Uh, Warriors, yeah. Lakers, if it goes to seven, will be Sunday, probably 10 o'clock. And then game seven for Heat Knicks will be Monday. Okay, this this proves my conspiracy. What? I have proof of So I'm on the NBA website looking at the bracket, okay? Right? Mm-hmm. So it says 76 or Celtics. That series has been decided, right? Or not decided. That series is going to game seven, right? Yep. So it says Sunday, May 14th, to be decided, right? Mm-hmm. Lakers-Warriors, they're playing tonight. It might go to game seven. That says Sunday, May 14th, to be decided. Heat-Knicks, game seven, Monday, May 15th, 8 p.m. <laughs> already have it scheduled. Uh, um, Knicks are actually starting really hot tonight. Um, yeah. So Celtics-76ers, Celtics finally realized they could start Robert Williams and have a shot at slowing down Joel Embiid. Um, kept the the 76ers to under 90 points. They didn't score 100 themselves. Um, really, if you... It was a weird game. It was very slow-paced. It's if so... You look at the box score, just look at the box score. Such a nice, well-rounded team game from Boston. Just beautiful. 76ers got real deep into their bench. Um, James Harden had a real stinker. The 76ers are just so hit or miss. They look look great one day, and then they'll fall off the next game. It's it's rough. So we're going into Game 7 at TD Garden. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to which team is more mentally tough. I think I, honest, honestly, I think the hand is in the 76ers because if James, if you're telling me James Harden is about to drop 40 and and Bede's about to drop 30, I don't care what Boston's doing. The 76ers are advancing. I think the ball's in their court essentially. Even, even if Tatum drops 40 and Brown yeah. drops 30, you'd think that Harden and Embiid have a better supporting cast than Tatum and Brown. I think Hard and Embiid are more likely to carry a game, one singular game. But, like I said, the 76ers have been extremely hit or miss. So they could come out firing, they could come out slow. But either way, I think the ball is more in their court on the result. I don't know. I picked the Celtics to win this series. I'm sticking with it. I just... I'm also sticking with the Celtics. It, it's at TD Garden. They're going to be loud. They're going to be obnoxious. Um, Joel Embiid has a lot to prove because there are people like me, not many of us apparently, but there are people like me questioning the validity of his uh, MVP season. I think he's got a lot to prove. And Are I, you ready to accept that MVP is more or less a narrative-based award and you can preach box plus minus until the sun comes home, but it doesn't if matter. It was, if it was a narrative-based award, Jokic would have won it handedly. So the NBA is... T- tell me I'm wrong here. Just let me finish before you do. But tell me I'm wrong here. 
the NBA is in a process of expanding the game, right? NBA is global. Like it's a whole marketing ordeal where we're all around the world. Look, we're playing games in Germany. Look, we're playing games in China. Look, NBA cares. NBA's in Africa. What is more growth of the game? Look, a European three-peated the MVP. That if you're going for narrative, that's your worldwide. Would... So the guy from Africa isn't. I think when you're trying to grow the game in Europe, which is where the most growth is trying to come. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that the guy from Eastern Europe is a. And is he is he he's from Cameroon, you're right. Yeah, he's yeah, he's international. Yeah. Regardless, I still think that a European winning it, three-peating it, is a better narrative for growing the game. Granted, that means the last four MVPs have been international players. Yeah. And suddenly, Ren was not as mad. And Ren's heart grew three sizes that day. No, I... I, I... That has nothing to do with war. like I don't think Jokic should win the MVP because he's European. I'm just saying that's a better storyline because the the whole point of that storyline is a foreign-born player three-peating the MVP. It's not just a foreign-born player winning the MVP because we had a dude from Greece do it, and then we had a guy from Serbia do it twice, and then a guy from Cameroon doing it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying a player three-peating it is a better narrative if you're going off the storyline is what's important. I think... I you, don't think so. I think... You you can't you can't have Jokic winning a third straight time if you're going off the narrative. I, I don't see why. And I don't see how the narrative of having the best or leading the best team in a tighter conference is more deserving than a guy that got third in a weak conference by scoring like all he did was score like they just i i don't get it i just will not get it i tatum Giannis, and not really Giannis. it's tough i don't want to not say Giannis, but i think tatum was more deserving i if i had a ballot i probably would have done Jokic and bead but I would have debated Tatum over Embiid because record matters. You're the third best team. You have scored a lot of points on that team, and you're third. Whatever. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about this series. We got a little distracted again. I just don't see... I don't see the Celtics blowing it at home. It, like, if they had lost in game six, that would have made sense, but I don't see them losing it at home. I think that they're too good. Yeah. No, I, I also picked the Celtics, but... Oh, I, I just you changed your vote. No. Oh, heck no. You think I was going to flip? No. I think it's the Celtics. I just think that... The ball is more in the 76ers' hand because James Harden dropping 40 apparently is 
something that the Celtics cannot overcome, which has apparently happened twice already in the series. So, yeah. The Heat are now up. So let's go ahead and talk about Are you that. ready to say it, Ren? Ready to say what? Ren, who's had the most impressive playoffs? Say it. See, depending say on it, Ren. I'm not huh? going to say it because I still think, even with the stinker of the game, I think Devin Booker was a much more enjoyable player to watch than anyone else. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy Butler carries this team, sure, absolutely, but Jimmy Butler is not the reason they're winning tonight. Right now, Bam Adebayo has 13 points at the start, well, halfway through the second. Mitchell Robinson is not that guy. I'm interested to see once we get into the offseason, because we've talked about it, we're going to do an episode, like, we'll do five weeks, and we'll be ranking our top ten picks for each position. I'm interested to see where we rank centers, because I think guards... And small forwards, I think we will all be pretty similar. Spoiler alert, Ian's fallen down the rankings for me. I, he's falling down the rankings for me, but I, I, I think he's still top 10. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't sat down to actually start my list. I probably should do that. Same. Um, I don't know. This... this no disrespect to the Heat or the Knicks, but it feels like this series is just who gets to go lose to the Celtics or the Sixers. <laughs> do, you, do you disagree? Do you disagree? Um, we'll see. Looking at these rosters. We'll see. You're such a Jimmy stain. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that other team's got LeBron, prime LeBron, uh, prime Kobe, prime MJ, but we got Jimmy. That's all we need. Like, there's a point when it's too much, right? Like, the bubble. Say what you will. Like, once he went up against LeBron, it was over. I'm just saying. I, I don't. And the Knicks are back up. Um. This is going to be fun because this game will be partially or close to being over by the time we're done with this. So we get to almost live on air react to whether or not Angelo or I and Austin is wrong. Because Austin and I both picked the Knicks and you were the sole Heat person, I believe. Are you sure? Did you pick the Heat? No. I think I went with No, you didn't. I thought you went with Knicks. I was sure? alone. I was alone on that island. Yeah, you went with me on the Lakers. I'm almost positive you went with the Heat or the Knicks. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, almost, I, I could have swore I did Heat. I was alone on this hill, and I'm fine with it. I was alone on the Lakers hill over the Grizzlies, and I was fine with it. I will always be fine <laughs> with it. I've been cheering for the Heat the entire time, so I'm just going to flop now. Yeah! Like, ask Angela, like, I was cheering for the Heat earlier. <laughs> there you go. Florida man decides to become a Florida fan. So Let's it, go. Even, like, if you're a Florida person, you don't root for Miami. Miami roots for Miami, but the rest of Florida, it's... It's very true. It's, a... 
If you're not Miami, in Miami, you don't cheer for a Florida team because magic or nothing. Miami or the Florida of Florida. You're telling me you're not a secret magic fan, Austin? I mean, do I want them to succeed? Yes, but no, I'm Mavs and Nuggets. He's Mavs and Nuggets all the way. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yes. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Mm-hmm. That was CP3 narrative. <laughs> so your love for that CP3 narrative overtook your love for the Nuggets, huh? Yep. For shame. I'm so disappointed right now. That's fine. Let's have I, a moment of silence. I just hope the Knicks win so I can victory lap around those. I, you know... It's weird because I knew it was happening, but I also didn't know it was happening. Julius Randle had a great season. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that series is kind of boring. That's like the least important series right now. <laughs> Warriors, Lakers. Lake Show. I, so... If narratives exist, do we do we think narratives exist or not? I, I'm I'm not sure at this point. I don't think so. Now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The guy who said that you believe that the refs rig games to extend mm-hmm. series does not believe narratives exist. Okay. Is that let me let me, is that let me I don't think they rig games. I don't think they rig games. Or not like in the like theme that people think. Because when people think rig games, they think they made calls to decide the game, right? I don't think that. I think those 50-50 calls, they're more want to give those to the losing team to extend the series. But I don't think they're necessarily saying, oh, we want this team to win. They're just giving more court tilt, if you will, to one of the teams. They're not handing them the victory. They've still got to go win the game. But, like, those missed calls or, like, ticky-tack calls, they're more likely to give those. Um, and, they're, like, you can look at ref statistics and see that is potentially a real thing. But my question is, do Angelo, do we believe narratives are a thing or not? In what context? So, so you you believe that Joel Embiid is a narrative, so that's why he won. Like, are are we saying that narratives are a thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe it. So is not Steph Curry beating LeBron after being down three one not a perfect narrative? Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's a perfect narrative <laughs> for you. Just, <laughs> I'm, Warriors, Warriors and seven. It's okay, Ren. Eventually, well, you'll no. go through this process of mourning enough times that you'll understand that you're yeah, just no. grieving. It, it's you shouldn't. The longer I've been an NBA fan, the more I've realized that you just shouldn't bet against LeBron James. I get that. The problem isn't LeBron James. LeBron James is not my concern this year. It's the fact that Anthony Davis very likely has a concussion and they're pretending he doesn't to try to wheel him out there onto the court tonight. 
because unless something has changed, let me pull it up real quick because I haven't looked lately. Ha they are planning on playing Anthony Davis. Yes. Expected to play. Yep, expected to play. He was wheeled out of the arena in a wheelchair because he had a concussion. If you're at the point, you're experiencing massive vertigo if you have to be wheeled out. And they're going to be like, no, he's fine. He's good. He's good to go. This reminds me of like 2012, 2013. Sidney Crosby, NHL, took a check to the head. Everyone was like, oh, he should probably rest. But the team was like, nah, throw him in. He's fine. Second impact syndrome, the very next game. He'll be fine. I don't know. I agree with you. I don't like the move. It, yeah, it's too risky. And you know the Warriors, especially, like Draymond Green, are going to go after him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's... I don't think Dre is as dirty. Like, he's a dirty player. Do not get me wrong. But I don't think he goes out to, deliberately to injure people. I think there's a difference between someone that flops and, like, goes out of their way to make something. I, now, the stomp was dirty. But I don't think he's someone that generally is trying to deliberately hurt someone. And so I don't think he's going to come out with flying elbows tonight and catch AD in the jaw or anything like that. But I mm -hmm. do think he's going to go after him. I think he's going to play very physical on him. Yeah. Anthony Davis is a big boy. He can handle himself. Um, I don't know. I don't like it. Whenever someone has a head injury, like I get it's the playoffs, but CTE is a terrifying, terrifying thing. Like, let's go back to phobias. CTE is my phobia. Debilitating. You guys should know all about that. I don't think I've ever had a concussion in my life. I have, and it's horrible. Is it? It was actually in basketball. So I have not. Story time. Story time. Uh, it was. Oh no boy. It, it was. It was church league. Actually, we were playing in church league. No, we check this out. So we were playing in church league because it was like nothing else going on. So one of my friends at the time, his dad was the ref in this game. Okay. Uh huh. At the end of the I guess it would be the home team goal. I don't remember. I had a concussion, okay? So at the end of one of the ends of the court, there was like the out of bounds line or the baseline. And then three feet away from that, literally three feet, was a little bit of padding and then a brick wall. Okay? <laughs> so this was the season I went through my growth spurt. So I was a little bit bigger than the other kids and I had a pastor as a coach who spent the entire season trying to convince us we all everyone just joined because like it was basketball free basketball let's go um entirely the only reason he was a basketball coach was to convince us to join their church so mm -hmm. i am a rather slimly built young man um but i've been the same height since i was like 11 years old he decided to play me at center against kids that were just as tall as me. 
but weighed like 50 pounds more than me, right? So my friend was lined up at power forward on the other team. Uh, again, his dad was a ref. This is important to everything that happens. His team shot missed. I went up for the rebound. I grabbed it. I got the rebound cleanly. He grabbed the ball in my hands and ripped, right? Yep. He also had a hold of my jersey, threw me headfirst into the wall. I missed the matting head brick wall. Laid there for about 10 minutes. Do not remember much of it. If I had to guess, I'd say the pastor came over and went into the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. No, 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 no. Now, the reason why it was important that I said that his dad was the ref. Do you know who got the foul? You did. I did. It wasn't. All deserved. So, yeah, I finished the game. They, I went to the bathroom, wiped off the blood that was coming out of my nose, put a Band-Aid on my knee because I skinned the crap out of my knee. And then my coach was like, hey, do you want to go back in? And I was like, sure, because I was dumb. Um, couldn't run in a straight line. Vision blurry. Massive headache. I think I airballed like four straight layups. It, concussions are not fun. Uh-huh. At all. Um, but yeah, that was story time with Ren. So, yes, I have had a concussion. It was pretty severe. From I never like really understood concussions. Okay, so we're I, I've got the Warriors. Lakers I, still it's just, still here. I'm still here, Ren. You can't get rid of me. It's not. I just if AD is the shell of AD because his brain is rattled inside of his skull, and I'm not making jokes about that. Like that is a concussion. They are freaking scary. Your brain does not work the way it did three days ago. But if AD is not AD tonight, I think the Warriors take this one, and then. Is game seven in? Yeah, game. It's in Golden State. It's no, no. Wait, it is. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I if AD is healthy, I would say Lakers. I will give you that. Mm -hmm. But if he's not, I think Golden State takes this in seven, and then we have the. No team has come back from 3-1, even though it's not the finals. I get that it was a bigger deal because it was the finals, but... Yep. I, I think if AD is an- injured, Steph Curry gets his revenge. I think we're good. We got LeBron. So are, are you a Laker fan now? Because you're saying we a lot. Are you just a LeBron stan that follows him around everywhere? Oh, Someone yeah. Those guys? I, I've been like that, yeah. That's... Why? Why not? So, so hypothetically, so, hypothetically so, hold on. Hypothetically, uh huh. Let's say Ren was half right. Okay. Uh huh. NBA Finals: L.A. Lakers, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh huh. What are you doing? What am I doing? Are you just rooting for no one? <laughs> oh, probably LeBron. 
So disappointing. <laughs> but this man I just got surprised that I let the CP3 narrative <laughs> go over my love for the Nuggets. Like, I, I have favorite players. I was thinking about that during my moment of silence. <laughs> like, I have my favorite players, but I would never root for them to beat my team. I would enjoy watching them against my team, but I'm not cheering for them. Like, I'm not hoping they win because I want my team to win. Well, it's okay because you'll never be in that situation because the Pacers will never win. So it's all good. Uh, I don't know. Tyrese Halliburton is pretty legit. Benedict Mathurin's nice. But but where are they at this lovely evening? What? Where are... Tyrese Halliburton and Ben for the last half of the season until the last game, and then decided, nah, we want worse lottery odds. We had this on the podcast. You know what? Listeners at home, you as well as Angelo and Austin should go listen to our backlog because there's a lot of interesting takes on there. While you're at it, <laughs> follow us on social media, leave a like, comment, whatever, subscribe, ring You have bell. the worst segues of all time. I really do. That was a great segue. What are you talking about? Nah. Let's segue into another segue because it's also a common theme because now that I think about it, I know we talked about earlier today you would potentially want to bring Adam back at some point. Adam followed Mello around. So this is not this is not anything new for the Adam things followed- that it- Adam followed Mello around, but I still think if you asked Adam if that same question, favorite player versus your team. I don't know that. <laughs> we'll ask him. We will ask him. I will I will put it in the group chat right now. We will get a live. Um, He's again. probably not even up. He just asked me if I wanted to go play a game. Okay. Um, so talk for a second because i don't have the kind of dexterity to talk and type at the same time so congratulations you are the actual host for 30 seconds so i think so austin who what do you think because i think he's going to say mellow repeat that adam picking mellow or the hawks in a finals for mellow a yeah yeah exactly what do you mean yeah ren seems to think that if you add that's what he's doing right now He's asking Adam, Mello or the Hawks, who would you be rooting for in the finals? And he thinks it's going to be the Hawks. Absolutely not. No. I'm just There's saying. No he's, he's typing. He is typing away right now. He, he doesn't the know. Go. <laughs> oh, come on. He's lying Get to you. Dunked he's on. Lying Get to you. Dunked he's on. lying to you. Go look. No, go look. Go look. Go look. He's go look. lying go look. to you. I don't need I'm, to look. I know look, he's lying to you. At Angelo. At Austin. <laughs> he's lying to you. Dunked on. He's lying to you. That is lying to you. Get freaking wrecked, kids. <laughs> Sit down. He's lying to you. I'm so. No. Because that's what you do. You have your favorite players. You I watched to... this man root for LeBron James when he played with Melo. There's no, no you can't so, convince me. You so can't like, convince me. My favorite player from like 2010, Rajon Rondo. Shared for him every second. If he was playing against Pacers, absolutely not. 
because you don't he's have a, one of players. my favorite players. I'm not going to cheer for him, though, to beat my team. That's shady, dude. That is shady. That is fair weather. That's just being loyal again, to LeBron, man. And again, if you're loyal to LeBron, you kind of have to get used to cheering for different teams every couple of years when things don't go his way. <sighs> you're going to miss him when he's gone, man. I am. I really am because there's not... No one else is going to be as good of a villain because, like, you can't hate Giannis. You can't hate Jokic. You really can't hate Luka. Don't worry, buddy. I'll find people for you. You can you can join me in the Stat Paddington and the Trey Young train. You can join me on both those trains, man. Come on. I'm interested in seeing where like our top 10 point guards. I think we'll start with point guards when we get to the offseason because I'm <laughs> in my head, like just <laughs> roughly, I do have Trey Young in my top 10. Well, I'm sure you do. I just, I want you to do a top 15 because I do want to see where Trey Young finishes for you. And if you don't have him on a top 15 team, I will question things. Because regardless of how you feel about him, the dude can go get you 30 and 12 a night, which is, that has to be in the top half of point guards. No! I, no, that has to be. I can't say it off, I can't say it for sure right now. I don't know. (sighs) We'll also have to establish some rules, like about like where we consider players, because some players <laughs> right? Is like technically speaking, LeBron James is slotted as a point guard, but he's not a point guard. Like that's so <laughs> young. So we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. That's still a couple weeks away because we still have the conference finals to get through, and then here's to hoping we get a flow gram for that one. Okay. Listen. Listen. <laughs> okay. I mean, with as much time as Ren spends in the rentalty box, you think you'd be writing photograms in there. In my defense, in my defense, this is like fastballs down the middle. We're talking about the playoff series. There are, like, set playoff series. You know who's playing. You know the interesting things that are happening happening around that. There's nothing going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. They're out of the running. It's not the offseason. You don't have to research anything on the Cavaliers. You have seven teams right or eight teams right now. So it's like you're trying to research for the Pacers except all the time. Go on, sorry. No, oh, it is seven teams. You don't need to really talk about that. So you know, like, next week, we will be talking about either the Celtics or the 76ers. We'll be briefly talking about the loser of that series. We'll be talking about Celtics heat and we'll talk, be talking about Lakers and Nuggets. So, so you, yeah. you get the point. Like, you know what we're going to be talking about. We're in the NBA playoffs. This is simple. Mm-hmm. This is like the one time of day I don't have to worry about you guys talking about fantasy football. And it is fantastic. We need to have more podcasts so I don't have to hear about Alex's trades. Hey, you. You've talked you about realize it. we could bring it in if we wanted to. Yeah, we could. You but could 
I would get up and walk away. <laughs> you can get up and walk away. That's fine. But you do realize what you talked about expansion. When we eventually expand, I am doing fantasy football as one of them. So that's fine. Yep. Who's your third host going to be? Because I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. You're not invited. You were never oh, part of the plan. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care then. <laughs> like, that is something I couldn't like. I'm just not a fan of fantasy sports. Yep. I'm trying to get into them. Great yep. on you if you do them, but like it's they're just not appealing to me. It's Why do you do that, man? What do you want? It just seems like every single time we're I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on this one. I'm, I'm this is this is all the way out in left field. It seems like every time you will like say something but you'll say it twice and with it's like a Donald Trump thing this is wor- this is the worst thing ever but it's great it's it, what why why do you say why why are you so afraid to have a solid like opinion on something i do have why why are you so afraid to say the grass no, is green no, here's here's the thing what you're misconstruing here is i have an opinion that it's pointless and a waste of time right that having an opinion is right, pointless right. and a waste of time i, mean, I believe I that know. No, so I have an I have my opinion is fantasy football is pointless and a waste of time, right? That's fair, sure. right? That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah that's but, great. Great thing. But the fact is, I'm not your dad. I don't care what you do. You go have fun however you have fun. Things I enjoy, you don't enjoy. No, Whatever. but this isn't a fantasy football topic discussion. This is overall discussion. Yeah, you will okay. do this with everything, not just fantasy football. Yes. And Everything. If I, don't, if I don't like it, I will say I don't like it. That's will fine. you, though? I will. I mean, I'll say it in, like, a lot more words, but... <laughs> exactly! You will learn whole new things to add to your vocabulary. Oh, my gosh. I... But, yeah, no, that that's just how I am. Like, I will tell you how I feel about something, and then I'll say, but you do you. I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. There's nothing wrong with that, Angelo. Nothing wrong you disgust with me. The universe doesn't revolve around me. You disgust me. Like I, I, I pretend it does. I like I. What? Like the main character. That's great. That is a great way to live your life, as long as it doesn't impact other people. You like the rejected pilot character. <laughs> Uh, I hate you so much for that. <laughs> that makes, I mean, look. It was a great pilot, though. It almost got greenlit for one season. Um, <laughs> do we have anything else basketball to talk about, or am I just going to dunk on you all some more? Oh, that, he, that man's lying to you. He's not. He had no idea what I was asking about. You can't convince me otherwise that this man, this man is, this man is not of right mind. I'm telling he you right now. No idea what the context of why I was asking that question. He had none. He had no reason to lie. We, we need to test his sobriety because if he's sober, <laughs> then that's not his true thoughts. Okay. So, or, or, or. Bear with me on this. You guys are wrong. It doesn't happen. I mean, it happens all the time. We are, so, so what are, so time, 
serious for a second. What are the uh-huh. percentages of correct playoff picks that we have right now, each of us? I'm probably 25, 25, 0. 25, 25, 0. So, bear with me on this. I believe I'm one of the 25, right? Yes. And then Angela's. That had sentence. Yeah. And then you're zero, right? Yep. That's that's how that works. What is the average here? What what is the average between the three of us? Do the math. I'm drinking fun drinks right now, so I'm not doing head math. (sighs) Come on, teacher boy. Come on, teacher boy. Austin's turning up to be our (laughs) co-host. Yes. That is 100% true. It's just 50 divided by 3. 16%. Oh, 16%, right? So we are right as a collective 16% of the time, and you think there's a chance you're not wrong here? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. First off, the only reason it's 25% is because the other two series haven't concluded. You're acting like we got the other three series wrong. No, those numbers just aren't in. What What are you doing? Regardless. Moving the goalposts. That 25% is 100% for us two right now of eligible teams. Regardless. Technically, yes. I thought that was for the whole playoffs. That was my question. Oh, my God. That is not what he asked, is it? That is not what he asked. Okay. I said, what are we? What are our predictions for the playoffs? You so far. Hey, we're in round two. He didn't count round two. He's just counting this round, bro. I could have told you we that. Round two. What were our predictions round one? What was our correct? Oh, prediction? I don't remember. This is your job. So, regardless, you're wrong. You know, I would have prepared if I had a flowgram. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> that that is that is the winning the winning argument. <laughs> okay, listeners at home, you have no idea how pedantic our flowgram is going to be for next week. Oh my god! This is sounding really familiar to the last time you talked no. about giving us a flowgram and it never no, came. No, I did. <laughs> I did. It was no, like, you didn't. We had to I bother did. you for another week. No, but the entire flowgram was just talking crap at Angelo the entire time. Okay. I'm not wrong. It was literally all questioning Angelo. Ren, do you need help? With what? Moving those goalposts. Alphabetic. Yeah. The goalposts oh, no, 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 got no, no, no. moved. <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm writing the flowgram right now. Uh, so it's gonna be Eastern Conference finalists. That's <laughs> that's topic one. Ready? Enter. Enter. E- Western Conference finalists. Enter. Enter. Wow. Uh, thirty minutes. Devote to dunking on Austin and Angelo about everything. Always. Can't wait for our end percentage to be higher. Doesn't this matter. Is true. 
No, 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 no. You can't do that. You cannot do that right now. You cannot say, but we're only 25%, which means we're 16%, and then say it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. You made it matter. You are the one who made it matter. So stop trying to weasel your way out of this. Go on. Let me see. I I do want like we're not gonna have it tonight, but I do want to know like what our percentages are right now. Mine's higher than yours. I know that probably because I picked the Cavs and the Kings. Because unlike you, I actually predict things. I don't just go no. with a safe pick every time. Predict- <laughs> There's what? nothing wrong going with the safe pick if you know that they're gonna win. No, but. This is a man who wants hot takes. He always wants hot takes, but God help you if you do not pick the safe pick. What do you because mean? He always picks the safe pick. Name a okay. I want a series where Angelo took the underdog. Name what? A series. what? The Lakers Warriors aren't they the versus who? The Grizzlies. What? I don't know if that necessarily counts. No, 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 you're not doing this. You're not telling me now the Lakers should have been favored that whole time. No, I'm not saying they should have been favorites, I, but I don't think they're necessarily <laughs> as much of an underdog as we're making them out here. Angelo is about to break. Before you start Angelo, yelling, slow down. Your mic is not picking you're, you up. You're, you're yelling way too loud for your mic to even pick <laughs> up right now. It's freaking hilarious, actually. No. What I'm saying is I'm not saying that the eight seed should beat the one seed. I'm questioning whether Lakers should have been the eight seed because they only traded Russell Westbrook, tank commander, CCM, um, halfway through the season. I think they were better than the eight seed. So, yes, one eight, they're the underdog. I'll give you that. But I don't think they should have been the eight seed. And that's showing by the fact that, you know, they're potentially about to be in the conference finals. Had they traded Russell Westbrook earlier, like we all said they should have, they would have been a higher seed. So if you're only going off of the underdog because 1-8, sure, absolutely, go for it, take your victory lap, whatever. I just, that's being disingenuous. And you can say, oh, you're moving the goalposts. No, the Lakers are a better team than their record showed because they had someone who was an entire... And why didn't you pick them, Mr. I enjoy going against the norm? Because I thought the Grizzlies were a better team. (laughs) I'm not saying that it was like they're the better team. I'm saying it's not like they're like some massive underdog. Would you please explain to me then your... Your under your great underdog pick of the first round, then please. Which underdog pick? Exactly. I mean, I picked the Cavs and Kings to go to the NBA Finals, so I don't know what you're talking about. What <laughs> underdog team did you pick? Speaking of that, the King series—they were the higher seed. Uh huh. But I picked them to go to the NBA Finals. So, so example number two, Warriors versus Kings. So let's see. uh, I took Bucks over Miami, which I think we all did. Um, Uh Cleveland, New York. Ren has taken the higher seed the entire time. (laughs) But no, 
But no, he he's the great underdog champion. <laughs> yeah. All hail Ren. All hail Ren and his ability to pick the higher seed always. All hail Ren. Underdog really? Mike. I like how these podcasts started with me on Ren's side and then just flipped to me on Angela's side. So I don't necessarily disagree with you. But like Milwaukee, Miami, one eight. We all picked Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, New York. We all picked Cleveland. Yeah. I picked Cleveland to go all the way. So, oh, you didn't pick underdogs. I, I picked Cleveland to go all the freaking way. Um, Boston, Atlanta. We all picked Boston because Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh-huh. Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Brooklyn shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Correct. Uh, Denver, Minnesota. We all picked Denver because Denver's great. Phoenix, LA. Did I pick Phoenix? We did. I did pick Phoenix. We all picked Phoenix. All picked Phoenix. Yeah. Sacramento, Golden State. I picked Golden State. I, I picked, picked Kings. Kings. Yeah, I picked Kings. Again, I picked Kings to go all the way. I picked the three seed to go all the way. Grizzlies, LA. LA. Did you so not them? only did I I learned pick... my mistake. So not only did I pick the only two lower seeds out of the whole group in the first round, I picked the only two lower seeds that advanced. Oh, wait. Hold on. I can do this. Y'all keep talking. Oh, what? You're going to math what our predicted percentages are? Okay. This will be great. This will be great. At the time. At the time. Oh, here we go. You're at the time. I don't know. Like this is the thing. You tried to take victory laps over nothing. Like, would you take Brooklyn over Philadelphia? Absolutely not. Would you take Miami over Milwaukee? Absolutely not. So, like, I'm not gonna again. I'm not gonna just make a pick to make a pick. Like that's stupid. My hot take. My underdog was picking a four seed and a three seed to go to the NBA Finals. But no, I don't. The Lakers, their record is kind of irrelevant because it's hard to see where they would actually be because Russell Westbrook is that guy when it comes to being a tank commander. He is the MVP of tank commanders. Do you not remember the record after they traded him? So, yes, I shouldn't have underestimated the Lakers or overestimated the Grizzlies, whichever I did. I don't really remember which one I did in my head. But I also don't think that's a fair ranking. I don't think the Lakers are the seven seed. I think they're probably the three or four. I regret doing this. Nobody told you to, homie. Nobody told I you regret that. I regret the results, not not the work. Let's do, let's hear that let's get the results Hold live on. there. Hold on. I I'm I still have maths. He still have he still has maths. It's okay. He's a history teacher. He's not a math teacher. I'm breaking it up by round, and then I'll break it up by total percentage after. Mm-hmm. He's like actually doing math. I'm I'm guessing all of us are higher than sixteen percent. Um. Yeah. Average though. <laughs> okay. 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 And I'm counting the second round as a one of one, so it'll be a hundred percent for that. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Oh, man. All right.
Well, I can tell you Angela's percentage. He is 100%. No, I'm not. That is incorrect. How so? I picked the Cavs and I picked the Bucks. That's right. Oh, that's right. We I picked all Cavs. Yeah. That's why. I didn't change everyone's. All right. I got to redo that. Yep. More math. More math. While we're sitting here, again, I got interrupted while I was telling you to. Loss. Leave a star rating. Like, follow, subscribe. Whatever it is you want to do or what you don't want to do. But do it anyway. It helps us out. It helps the algorithm. helps us grow. We are growing a lot more than I expected for the short of time. And it's pretty fun. We haven't had a lot of direct interaction. We've had a lot of indirect interaction, and it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's adding to the show. Sure. It's helping us change things, figure out things. We're getting a lot of feedback that Angelo is a headache causer. Um, <laughs> that's mostly from me. That's my feedback. Okay. Um, but we will grow and hopefully get some better opportunities here. Are you done? Because I am rambling at this point. That's, well, do better. Like Talk, yeah. about fantasy Talk about fancy football. Talk about fancy football. All I know is Alex is annoying, and like I don't even follow this crap. All right. Like, so four of eight. Like, so be like, five of nine. Kick that dude out of the league. Absolutely obnoxious. Are you ready for this run? That's my second chair. I don't even remember what we were doing. For the expansion. Yep. What? Yeah. That's the second chair. Expansion? What's the expansion? When we eventually expand, Alex is going to be the co-host on the fantasy show. Oh, God. He's not being a part of my network at all. <laughs> yes, he is. I, I know. Yes, you're he is. You're forgetting. You're forgetting. I've got the remote. Yeah, I've got the remote. I have the executive <laughs> power here. All right. You're going to watch six of eight. So seven no, nine. No, You're going to watch us. No, I'm not. One. Oil. I'm not, All right. Like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune. Hold on. I'm going to tune into it, but I'm going to have the volume down. So I'm going to give you the listen, but I'm not going to actually listen because I don't care. But I am your friend. And I will do that for you. But not if Alex is on there. Because he's not going to be on there because I will delete it all from the RSS. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Yeah, I... Have you ever... Okay, no, I can't say that. You have been on the RSS. I'm on the RSS all the time. I'm mm-hmm. on it like seven times a day. Okay. We our data. It's fun. Like all right. Data. Go ahead. Tell us. So, Ren was 50% in the first round. Mm-hmm. I was 50% in the first round. Angelo was 75%. Yeah. Because he predicted Warriors and Lakers. Uh-huh. Second round, Ren and Angelo are 100%. I'm at zero. So I did the percentages two different ways. I did one, just the amount of right games that you called. So if you look at that number, Ren's at 55%. I'm at 44. Angelo's at 77 if I do just the average of, like, the percentages from each round, I'm at 25, Ren is at 75, Angel's at 
<laughs> he did a lot of math for that. <laughs> he did do a lot of math for that. He did the math. Um, I really need to get going to bed. I know you do. That's that's part. So I'm at this point mostly torturing Angelo because I have not done the sign off yet. No, you um, have not. We do coming up need to do not necessarily a draft episode, but like a pre-draft episode where we like actually research the players. I think I'm the only one that has followed the draft this year. Um, nope, I have my hot take. Oh, do you want to drop a hot take at the end of this epi? He, he already dropped the hot take. He already is. What's the hot take? Did I miss Wemby something? equals bust. Wemby equals bust. Yep, that's the hot take. <laughs> but if he but hits... Don't I get rewarded for taking the, like, the risk? There you go! According there you go. Below, as long as you take the risk, like, don't pass to the open man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pass the old man. Do there not do make the dumb play. Live forever by missing shots. But I will update these percentages as we go. Oh God. Ah uh, uh, yes. Ah uh, uh, yes. And I, I just—you can't call Wemby a bust. That's—that's that's not a hot take. That's just a bad idea. Okay, we'll see what happens. Pop quiz. Who do you guys got going number three? Number three? Ah, exactly. Scoot Henderson. Who you got going number two? Wemby. Who, who's number one? <laughs> who's number one? Yeah, who's who's going number one? Hmm. That's a hard decision. I'm going to go Thank with you. Brandon Miller. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> oh, typing up mock drafts and then picking the number three guy to go number one. Just an FYI. <laughs> hey, according to ESPN, Brandon Miller's number two. Who's got the second pick right now before lottery odds? Houston. Houston. Why would Houston take Brandon Miller? Because Scoot's the best player available and the positional need fits. ESPN just doesn't know what they're talking about. You're right. It's them versus the world. It's them versus... It's ESPN. It is ESPN. They do not actually care about sports. They care about saying things that are antagonistic that people hate, so they rage share them. That's all it freaking is. That is why, like... You seem to have become part of that statistic. No, oh! That is what Angelo is trying to do. <laughs> that is what Angelo is trying to do. You see it. You make a joke about it, but you see it. That is what his goal is. He wants to say things that are just so freaking crazy that nobody else would crazy say. Though. I mean, you're telling the guy with the 87% playoff prediction that he just makes oh, hot takes and make hot takes and you know the only reason you have an 87 is because you are a LeBron <laughs> stan and you will not bet against LeBron you did not make that bet because you thought the he, the Lakers were better than the Grizzlies you said that because you don't want to bet against LeBron that is the only reason you can say whatever you want but that is the only reason you made that pick 
you will not even defend it. But that is the only reason you made that pick. And that is the only reason you pick the Lakers over the Warriors. And that's the only reason, if the Lakers advance, you will pick the Lakers over the Nuggets. That's the reason I picked the Lakers that? over the Warriors. LeBron is... LeBron's not someone you bet against. Are I you have sure no problems about that, right? I'm... I would bet on it. Okay. Oh, boy. But... The Heat are still up. The Heat are still up? How much are they up? Yeah. Four. It's not up. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson has zero points. Mitchell Robinson... Is Mitchell Robinson. He's, uh... Brunson has 24. This man's trying his hardest. Can you imagine if Brunson had stayed in Dallas? Perfect fit, not to crazy. Um, Alright, well, you know what? I, I've tortured Angelo enough. He has work in the morning. That's all the time we got tonight, guys. Join us next week when Angelo will take, or attempt to take another victory lap over nothing and think that he's like playing 5D chess because I got a prediction wrong and he got a prediction right and we'll do this all again and hopefully next week he will have finally realized that Nikola Jokic is a good basketball player I'd just like to point out that Ren started this by saying by bringing up last year's playoffs and peace (laughs) Last episode. Oh yeah, he's just saying when you brought it. Yeah, literally everything wrong. I will. I I got the receipts. No, you don't. Bye, everyone. I have the group chat. Have a good week, (laughs) y'all.